0: Welcome to Seeking Equanimity. I'm Doc Jana, and your guide towards inner stillness, calm, and resilience through difficulty. Join me as we journey towards your peaceful center together.
1: I'm reading a wonderful book called All About Love by Bell Hooks. Fascinating, eye-opening read. I highly recommend. And in the book, she reminds the reader of the story of Jacob, from the Bible, Biblical Jacob, and his journey through the dark night of the soul. Familiar with Christian lore, you'll know the story, but the bottom line is we all encounter hardship. Hardship is synonymous with the human experience, not a perpetual hardship necessarily. Those who experience any form of sustained or perpetual hardship are going through and especially especially excruciating, excruciating experience. But none of us escape the reality of hardship in one form or another. Material loss, familial loss, reputational loss, physical pain, all kinds of suffering, emotional suffering. There just are an untold number of ways that we can experience hardship and pain. And for the large groups of folks who experience intermittent periods of pain, where you can kind of clearly delineate, this period kind of is terrible. and here this adjacent one, it got a little bit better and things were okay here for a while, or those were the good old days for me in my personal journey, or here I am right now, pretty happy, right, everything's, everything's okay. If you can make those delineations, each period of discomfort, each period of hardship should be colored by a lesson, something that was learned and if you find yourself in a period of hardship or uh, or you know can go back and look at a pattern of intermittent hardships and struggles if you don't see the lesson if you can't name the opportunity that you, had or still have to become a better version of yourself as a result of what you learned through the hardship and it doesn't matter whose fault it was if it was interpersonal and it was betrayal or what none of that really matters what matters is you suffered you suffered emotionally physically economically whatever you suffered and you are here now so whatever is the distance between the point of origin for the suffering and where you are now, somewhere in that gap, somewhere in that continuum, there should be lessons learned. And one of the challenges of being a people (laughs) is that we put so much emphasis on the uptime, the good time, the destination, the goal, the part that feels, you know, less terrible. (laughs) And we want that part, and that part is glorious. What's not to want? But where we can trip ourselves up is if we think that that is any more sustained or sustainable than continual hardship, right? The relationship between hardship and joy, suffering and peace, grace and upset, right? Turmoil. The space between them has more to do with what we think, what we feel, how we choose to react and how we interpret or attach ourselves to that experience. So when we become super identified with the thing that happened that was bad. <laughs> and most of us can name a few, right? When we really identify it, wrap ourselves up in it, tell the story over and over again, and feel the fire of the, whatever the pain, rise back up from that, that hurt, that wound, we're actually throwing ourselves back in time. And I'm, I, look, I believe in time travel because people kind of made that linear time thing up, right? <laughs> past, present, future, it's kind of all happening simultaneously, but that is another discussion, another topic entirely. What I can say is the past, it, it happened. It's, it's, you know, you can't do anything about the experience other than reinterpret it, right? So the past things happen and our memories are not the most wonderful things, but we can learn a lesson, grow, process. What is it that, that, why did I, why is that part of my journey? Why did that become part of my journey? And how can I move forward from that place as, as best as possible? So when we find ourselves in the high times and the good times, it's important to enjoy them and be present. Because as far as that continuum of time goes, the only one that's really as close to real as it gets is arguably the present. Where you are now, right? Can you be here now? Can you occupy your body? Can you breathe the breath of life into your lungs? Can you feel the pulse of the planet moving through you? Do you recognize that you are an animal, that you are a body, that you are flesh and bone, that you are of the earth, literally symbiotic and inextractable from the earth? You are earth. You eat earth in order to stay alive. And yet, something is driving that spaceship. (laughs) There There is an energy and an essence that is you that is more observer than the person who's doing the things, right? If you're able to quiet down, nurture that that quiet stillness, the center of your heart, if you can go to that place, that place can become like a temple. There's a reason that the faiths of the world refer to our body as a temple. It is a house in which spiritual energy resides. If you can tap into that quietude inside of you, then when the things and the experiences move from, yay, this is awesome, to, oh my gosh, I am wallowing in a dark pit of despair and I'm not sure if I'm ever going to be able to come up for air, much less stay alive long enough to see the other side of this, right? We can oscillate between these two extremes, or sit somewhere in a squishy middle place. But no matter what's happening out there with our bodies and even with our minds, right? No matter what story our mind is telling us and how we're interpreting, attaching, putting our egos into it and and weaving this tale, no matter how much is happening, even when bad things are happening to our physical bodies, and that is just not okay that we oppress each other with our respective temples. Not cool, y'all. Leave people's bodies alone. Bodily autonomy is important. Consent is important. Whatever's happening with our bodies, we always have access to the inside. Fortunately, fortunately, and those of us who have been down to the very depths of despair know how incredibly fortunate this actually is if you've accessed it, But fortunately, no matter what is happening to you, at you, around you, through you, when you've cultivated that space inside through meditation, reflection, prayer, solitude, whatever it is you want to call it, however it is you want to approach it, whatever name, label, and system of organization you'd like to slap on it, when you get inside the core of your emotionality, the core of your being, behind, it's behind the emotions. It's it's what you are, right? The emotions are just part of the expression, the reaction. The emotions point you in the direction of what you should be paying attention to. You shouldn't take that boat all the way out to another island, right? You follow every emotion. <laughs> Can you say my 20s? Anyway, so the emotions point you in a direction to say, hey, here's a thing you might want to pay attention to. There might be a lesson on the other side of this, but no matter what's happening with that body of yours, no matter what story that brain of yours is trying to tell you no matter how much your ego tells you that, that all of this matters and that what people think matters and all of these things inside your heart inside your being resides a peace that is unshakable by its own nature but we wrap it in a little cage of fear gotta unwind those thorns and unwind and unravel and shed that fear and recognize that that peaceful place is the center of your temple. And when your temple falls away and erodes and decays with time, right? Edifices, they don't last forever. They can last a good long time. (laughs) But when the edifice is gone, that peace, that center, that being that you are will remain. So get comfortable with it now. Get so comfortable with the core of who you are, the quiet part of you, what is observing your life, not necessarily playing out every (laughs) emotional drama, right? Get to know that part of you so well that when the inevitable, which is our bodily demise, When the inevitable approaches, you have no fear because you recognize that it's just a transitory state, right? A transitory state in which your body falls away, but your spirit continues. There's no reason to fear death because it's only the end of your body, and that is a very small part of your essence of your story. Right? You know, what, what people believe, what you believe, you know, religiously, what what parents may have taught you, your group of people, whatever that is, there are commonalities around the world and different traditions, right? All of them have something at the essence that speaks to that, that core. People call it soul, right? Whatever you call it, go find it. If you're not sure whether it exists, quiet yourself down for regular intervals, regular periods of time, long periods of time. Put yourself into quiet space and listen, be. It's the space of inspiration. It's the space of extracting the lessons from those experiences that we've had And it's the space of becoming the best version of yourself that you want to
0: and absolutely can become. Now I'd like to invite you to find a comfortable position for your body, seated or resting and join me for a very short reflection or meditation. We're gonna sit just for a minute or two. So close your eyes if you're comfortable and just focus on your breath. Feel your breath moving in your body I will mind the time. Slowly begin to deepen your breath, and open your eyes if they were closed, and go forth and enjoy the rest of your day. Take care.